Welcome to DT Madness, Chronicles from the Third Life, Episode 13, June 24th, 2022. So glad you could make it. Switching up the order of things here just a little bit, my intention was to follow up last week's School of Fish with the second installment of what I'm calling Our Freedom Summer and explain a little bit more about what Our Freedom Summer means, but it's just a lot and um, I haven't been able to organize it all and boil it all down um, for a variety of reasons and so I will plan to have that one ready for next weekend. Um, but instead I call the audible here and this one is just called potpourri. That was the the name I went with. I looked up the synonyms for that term, but, uh, I remember playing Jeopardy. We had like the home game of, of Jeopardy with clicker buttons. I mean, not even anything electronic at all back in, I mean, must've been late eighties, early nineties, probably late eighties. Uh, where the five of us, my family, um, my, my older brother and younger sister, and my mom and dad would would play. Uh, my dad and my older brother would would often dominate. But um, I just always remember one of the categories being not only in the home game, but but in the game show itself was potpourri, which just means it could be it could be whatever. It's a mixture of things. And my own personal potpourri. This is a practice that I. Uh, it's it's a practice that I have where I will go back and look at my Google search history on my on my phone, and it is it serves as a kind of journal for me. I go back and think about why I was searching what I was searching, and um, so anyway, I've got twenty two of those things here. So this is just a random hodgepodge potpourri agglomeration is that a word but let's get to it uh, i don't know how far we'll go until halftime but um not necessarily in a particular order but we'll just start with number one was a thing that i searched uh was days till christmas and that's because um mostly because my daughter she loves christmas it is her favorite she has her christmas tree up even now uh kept it up all year long and keeps it up all year long in her room and she and my mom uh, are the biggest Christmas nuts um, my, and, and my sister as well, uh, like just huge Christmas people. And I'm not really, I, I look forward to it being over in a way, but uh, as I will, I will talk more about next week, we, you know, it's important for us to do a bit of a dance with the energy that we have and, even though it's not really my thing, I know it's hers. Whatever. Anyway, jumping ahead again to next week. But we're halfway. This is halfway Christmas Eve, June twenty fourth. Um, and so I think it's. I, I looked up the days till Christmas because I wanted to make sure that this was halfway and not next month. And that was the easiest way to make sure it was somewhere around half of three sixty five, which it is. Um, so tomorrow is. I don't know why we say Christmas in July because this is half Christmas in June, but. That's that one. Number two is is what is the Hornet schedule or when will the schedule be released? Um, 
And I, I looked that up because, you know what, man? One of my favorite times in recent memory, and I imagine will stick with me for a, a quite a long time. Um, it was just me and my daughter here uh, last night. Sarah was coming home from an amazing trip in New York with Trio, and the boys were still down at the beach. And uh, so we are here, and, and Sydney loves college basketball. She loves March Madness more than most people. Like She just loves brackets. And uh, also, she loves Duke, and she's a huge Duke fan. And so we were watching to see where the Duke players would go in the draft. And we watched the NBA draft last night in, um, in our living room, just, just, uh, me and her. And for hours we watched it and laughed at Stephen A. Smith. So upset about the Knicks. Um, and it was awesome. And, and, and the Hornets picked Mark Williams, who was the center for, for Duke this past season. And immediately we're like, all right, well, we'll have to go see the Hornets. And, Actually, they picked up or signed Brady Manick, a, a player, I think he was at Oklahoma for most of his career, but ended up with the Tar Heels the last uh, little bit. So, yeah, we're already excited. The schedule comes out in August, I found out. Number three was ETS Raider pay dates. I got to read and score AP government essays, um, and that went an, about a week over, and I ended up scoring a, almost, not quite, but almost 2,300 essays for over a, about 128 hours. And so um, I didn't think I had gotten paid like I was supposed to today when that money came out. And sure enough, ETS, uh, Educational Testing Service, sent out um, an email later uh, in the afternoon saying they were sorry and they were going to get it fixed. And I'm like, that's right, my money. Uh, but that, that was a great experience. Uh, if if you, any of you are teachers or if you teach AP, I highly, highly, highly recommend going to the site. I didn't do that this year. Hopefully next year I'll be in Salt Lake City. I've, I've scored AP government essays uh, for the past four years, but this year I switched teams and went to read AP government. It is just such wonderful professional development to learn how the exam works, but also to be around people who really are truly dedicated to the profession. Number four is a combination of about three different searches. And uh, so I was looking up the word vermilion red and to see what shade vermilion was. Um, I looked up Ruby wave and I also looked up wave tattoo. Um, I've talked a little bit about my tattoo on my left shoulder. Uh, maybe I'll come back around to that and um, talk about the meaning of it at some later date, but I already, I do, I have, I didn't think I would ever get a tattoo and I've heard people say that they were addicting and I'm not sure that that's necessarily the case, but, um, it, it is meaningful to me. It is quite a reminder of the things that I want to believe in, that I need to believe in. And the newest one that I'm thinking about, I haven't really sketched out, but only in my mind. So, uh, Hey Delaney, if you're listening, um, uh, some type of really cool looking wave with some red in the crest um, with the words, this too shall pass. And I suppose, again, that really leads into next week as well. But I don't know when, just an idea. And I don't know really where quite yet. Um, number five is healthy salad recipes. I don't know why I was looking that up. I mean, I, I do pretty well eating. Um, and uh, 
but I, I guess I've just really gotten into salad. I don't know. I like spring mix. I don't like the crunchy lettuce. I don't like crunchy things other than like, I don't know, crackers and potato chips. I don't know why it's different. Um, but if you're young out there and you're not eating your vegetables, then do it. Start now. Eat your vegetables so that you can maintain a healthy diet. And it's just it's just the way that it should be, you know. Um, so anyway, if you have any good uh, – my, my diet – my dietary plan is a little bit restricted these days, so I can't eat nuts. Um, I might can, but I'm not going to. And uh, some other things. So uh, if you have any, uh, I love strawberries on my salad. But anyway, that's that's too long on this one. Okay. Number six is very interesting. My search was how long until the sun dies and when was the Big Bang? And I, the, the, I guess the estimations are, I, I didn't really read into how they know all these kinds of things, but, or how they think all these things, but it was like 18 million years ago, I guess. Um, I probably should listen to the intro music for the Big Bang Theory, but I think it was 18 million years ago. They, they suspect that the Big Bang happened. They, they know that by looking at the galaxies and the expansion and whatever. Um, and then the sun is expected to burn out in about 8 billion years. So we still have a little bit of time. I, I, I'm trying to gain perspective and I'm trying to lend perspective as well. In fact, you know, the newest idea I have, perhaps a new sponsor is to create some type of, some type of timeline, some type of physical timeline that we can see. Um, because I think that, I don't know, it, it, it just would be helpful to realize how, interconnected we are to each other but also to like the generations and if we talk about human history we're still only talking about i don't know 10,000 15 20,000 years perhaps and so in the in the scope of it all which again from last week the the song evolve kind of put this idea into my mind from the fish show but the, the scope of it all it's humbling, but it's freeing to me as well to know that I am a part of this. Like I can let go of myself some and realize that I am a continuation, that we are a continuation of this magnificent story. Anyway, um, I don't have a good name for the timeline yet. You know, it's... Uh, um, but where we are now, I think it's important to to recognize that, yes, I'm here now, and this moment really is super important. But also, how many moments have there been? Both of those things, yeah. Anyway, I know I say anyway a lot. I hear myself saying it back. Number seven, kind of related. Um, I was looking up I was looking up song lyrics and I heard Living of Love. Is that the name of it? I think it is. Avett Brothers. What a song. Um, I'm not going to quote the lyrics here. But I also looked up Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. Um, and there was another there was another fish song that fit into this, but I can't remember um, exactly which one it was at this moment. But 
it, it was it was strange design. That's what it was. You know, just relax. You're doing fine. And again, like these songs weren't written now. These songs weren't written on this day when we have turmoil in the country, when we have war in the world, when we have you know hatred and and violence and 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 these songs were written at a different time. And you could go back and read ancient literature. And humans have always struggled with the same thing. We we all do. It, it's it's a part of the human connection. It's a, a part of the human condition. But it's so easy, at least for me, maybe I'm just maybe I'm the only one. It's so easy for me to just get wrapped up into myself. And to forget that I'm a part of this thing, you know, that that I got to let go of the I so much, you know, and realize it's it's we, it's us. Um, so, yeah, that's why I was looking up those lyrics. A couple more and then we'll do a little halftime break. I was looking up, number eight, I was looking up toasters at Walmart. Um, our toaster is about... It's about done. You know, it, it burns it in some places. It's an old, cheap plastic. It gets the job done. We toast a lot of bagels. We toast a lot of bread, and which is what you toast. Um, but I, there's so many. And I don't want to pay a whole bunch of money. I don't need a state-of-the-art toaster. Um, but I would like it to toast evenly. And I would like for it not to burn. And I would like for it to have a crumb tray. I found out that there's such a thing as as a pull-out crumb tray. Um, Sydney and I were going to go to Walmart yesterday, but we just went to Starbs instead, or Starbies, or Starbucks. I'm a Starbs guy. Um, thinking about getting a job there, actually, this summer. Maybe next summer. Probably next summer. Um, but yeah, I looked on Amazon. I researched. I tried to figure out which ratings, and I should just go buy a toaster, man. You know, it's really not... It shouldn't be this. shouldn't be this hard. I, I searched Doug Le- Doug Ledford heating and air. That was number nine search, and um, the the reason why I did that is because the day after Sarah flew to New York for a trip, and the kids went down to the beach, and I was at the house by myself. Um, the air conditioner quit, and it was on that day where it was nine billion degrees, and so it was eighty two degrees in the house, and man, that was terrible. And so I called my guy, Dove called Doug for years and years and years. I live in a small town um, of about 4,000 people. And so it's one of those kinds of things where you know the people that are doing the work for you. And, you know, there's Charles. You go to Charles and get your your car fixed. That's what we've always done. There are other people, uh, um, but that's where we've always gone. And, you know, it's like for real, even though it's 2022, it's, it's for real that it's a handshake and a, and a nod and, and a lot of trust going on, you know, and, and Doug came out the, the next morning. I, I didn't even, I wasn't even here. I had a, had an appointment and um, I left the door open for him and he left the invoice uh, on the thermostat when I came back in, you know, just trusting that I would pay him. And it's just trust, man. It's a cool small town, but man, 82 in the house is not good sleeping weather. Last one before halftime is what time does Trader Joe's close? 
we live about an hour from Trader Joe's in any direction. There's one in Greenville, South Carolina. There's one in Asheville and there's one in Charlotte. And so of those choices, you're going to go to Asheville. I went on up to Barley's at Spindell um, to eat, which is the first time I've been out to eat there in years since before uh, the pandemic. Um, we get takeout from there because there are people and we love to support them. But, um, but I wanted to get some flowers. And I looked up, you know, I've, we always get flowers when we go to Trader Joe's. They got the best ones. And I was like, well, but do I really want to drive that far just to get flowers? Let me look up. And I found that, you know, Ingalls has flowers and other places have flowers, but Trader Joe's has the cheapest ones. And plus I was going to get to drive up, um, what is that road called? 221 and go through the mountains, through Black Mountain and Swannanoa. And it's just a beautiful drive. And I did. I made it. I made it to a Trader Joe's and bought some flowers, which, you know, this and the toaster and all this kind of will be tied together in just a, just a few minutes. But for now, it's time for that halftime break. And today's halftime is just a couple of psychology terms. AP scores come out. Uh, in just a couple days, July 5th, and I'm getting geared up, ready to teach some psychology again. And so um, the first one is called facial feedback, the facial feedback hypothesis. I believe Paul Ekman is is the guy for this, but um, the idea is that you, you really can fake it till you make it. Like um, if, if you're smiling, and what they did was they had people put a pencil in their teeth and like where they're biting down on it where it's sideways. And so it kind of mimics that, you know, that smiley face. Um, and then they had people rate things versus the people who put the pencil in their mouth, or you know, long ways. And so it, it mimics the frowny face and the people who were smiling, you know, they rated things way better. Uh, and, and so the idea is that you really can kind of smile your way through the, the body language that you have. And I was thinking about it because as I was driving back from Trader Joe's, I was I was blasting some widespread panic, and I was singing um, with JB John Bell this song called Second Skin," and I realized that I'm try to make the same face that I know that he makes. I've seen them in concert hundreds of times, hundred times, and um, I know the faces that he makes. and And then I was I heard a different song by uh, Widespread Panic that came on the the shuffle and. It was a song, it's not there, it's not their original, but it's Can't Find My Way Home. But it was from 96, and so it was Young JB. And I realized I made the face of Young JB. And it it, it made me feel like, like, I don't know. It made me feel like I think he probably feels. I guess that's as close as we can get. Um, but I wonder if, if you ever thought about that. Like, do you mimic the faces that other people make? Um, and if you, if you do, then do you kind of transport into what you think they are thinking is that confusing maybe i'm starting to confuse myself the second one and the only other one is called garfinkling and it's something that i talk about when we talk about habit especially cultural habits um like a uh, um collective ha- uh, consciousness type things but the, the the example i give in psych- psychology class is you know how it is when you step on an elevator and it's just kind of weird. Like, especially if you're on an elevator with people that you don't know, you know, you go to your own corner and you stand very compact, or at least most people do. And you may say, Hey, how's it going? But for the most part, you just may, you know, request which floor 
or whatever. And then you just kind of stand to the side and hope nobody talks. And, but, but what if you got on the elevator and like walked straight to the back of the elevator and continued to face the rear and maybe even did like tree pose, you know, from, for a yoga stance or something like that. What would that do for the people? And the reason why I thought about that is because before everyone left this past week, uh, Sarah painted my toenails blue. Um, she was painting Sydney's for the beach. And so I was like, well, she had the whole bag out there. And I'm, and so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll paint my toenails blue. And it's been a real experience. I really like it. Um, it's a good color for me. <laughs> and so anyway, like, but if I go, in, I mean, I'm the mayor of this town, y'all. And so it's a pretty conservative Baptist town, whatever. Um, so I project, or I don't know what, what the word is that, but like, I don't even want to go into the grocery store. I wear my Birkenstocks all the time. You know, what would people say? And my, my out is, oh, my daughter painted them. That's my out because then people are like, oh, you're such a good dad, you know, uh, you would even allow your toenails to be painted. But what if I really like my toenails to be painted? And, and what if I already have orange picked out for when we go to the beach? And I'll say this, when I went to Trader Joe's in Asheville for a whole variety of reasons, partly because I knew I wasn't going to know anybody there, but mainly because Trader Joe's in Asheville, I didn't think one second about what people would say about my toenails. And it's just got me to thinking like, what types of social pressures are there? What are these social constructs that we have? And if I'm 44 years old and fairly established, you know, like I've, I've been a teacher for 20 years. I've, I've been elected three times, um, whatever. Like if I am subject to those types of social pressures, as a grown man, what is it like if you're 13? What is it like if you're 14, 15? You know, um, that is just wild to think about. I know I went through it, but especially now with everything being so connected and TikToked and Snapchatted and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, what, look, maybe I, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the one that should be more comfortable with my own style and my own self. Maybe I shouldn't worry about like, I don't know. And and look, I, I know that there are places for these types of conventions. I watched the, the house burn down. I've mentioned that a couple of times, um, the controlled burn. And I watched these firefighters go in and there was this machismo thing going on, you know, like there was this strut kind of spit the right way. And, you know, like man stuff. And that's cool because I understand like there is an expected way I need to be able to rely on you going into the firehouse, going into the, going into the burning house. I'm going into danger. So I can understand how that social cohesion is necessary, but how far does that go? You know, um, again, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't wear my toes painted and my tattoo out when I am a teacher or a mayor or whatever. And I know that there would be people who would say, that I shouldn't. There were people who said I shouldn't get my mayoral picture that went on the wall in my Grateful Dead ski bear sweater, which I didn't. I went with the coat and tie. I, I succumbed to the pressure. But anyway, um, I don't know why. Are there things that you do that uh, defy social convention? 
is it freeing? Do you still worry about what people are going to say? I don't know. Let me know. DT underscore madness at Instagram. Maybe. All right. So second half here. See if we can uh, run through it here at number 11. Number 11 search on the Google Potpourri was Jovi singing with Trey. And uh, I've talked about fish a little bit uh, and, or a lot of bit, I guess. <clears throat> and um, Trey Anastasia, the, the, the lead guitarist and kind of lead singer and front man for the band uh, did some solo acoustic shows the past week or so. And they're really just phenomenal. And for the encore, this little girl was holding up a sign. I don't know how old she was. Mm -hmm. I don't know, seven, eight, nine, somewhere around in there. And her name was Jovi. And she was holding up a sign that says, can I sing bug with you? Bug is the name of the song. And Trey called her up on stage. I put it on my Instagram story, but you should check it out. You should look it up. Just like Trey, Anastasia, fish, Jovi, whatever. It's really cool. I, I think you'll, um, I think you would enjoy it. Number 12 was a weird search. I'm not really sure why this one showed up, but um, it was impossible meat versus beyond meat. Again, I had it. We had it at the Dave Matthews concert. It was okay. I'm looking for a little bit more variety in the diet that I have, but still trying to eat fairly clean. Pretty much found out that this impossible meat, whatever beyond meat, the stuff that, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Gates wants me to eat so he can take over and, implant all the things in me but it isn't really clean there's a bunch of different kind of stuff in there so i think i'll just stick with my grilled chicken and salmon from alaska and all that stuff um number 13 i looked up the time for the summer solstice we're past it we're on the we're on the downswing now uh we've we've had the longest day of the year and now we're heading towards uh what the autumnal equinox but i love fall it's it's my favorite, I guess, until we get to spring. And then I'll say spring is my favorite, but those moderate, that middle way, middle kind of moderate months, those are my favorite. So I, I will be looking forward to it. Um, number 14 was Kitchen Faucet Lowe's. And, oh man, I'm not much of a handyman. But our sink, our kitchen sink has been dripping it's been months and months and months and I hate the sound. I hate the repetitive noise. And what we typically do is just make sure it's not dripping into a bowl that has water in it already. Um, you know, we could try to like jam the handle shut, but I, you know, it wasn't just fixing a washer. That's not the way that this thing works. And so finally, again, the people are gone. Um, I, I did a lot of things. We painted the walls. We had red accent walls. Now they're blue. I can't remember if it's hidden cove or secret cove, which one's better hidden cove or secret cove, but they're a cool shade of blue and I really like it. Um, we mounted Isaac and I mounted the TV. Uh, we bought a bigger TV and mounted it on the wall so we could free up space. And so we've really opened up our living area, uh, which are, which is already opened up into our kitchen. Um, so that we can have, you know, the friends over um, for the kids and all that kind of stuff. And um, but but I cleaned out a ton of cabinets, threw a bunch of stuff away. It was a purge. I mean, it was time, and reorganized, and you know, 
one of the things was I went to Lowe's and got a new kitchen faucet and it was the same one. Basically it's, it doesn't have washers. It comes with a cartridge of whatever. So it's just whatever, 40 bucks. And I had to install that thing, which, you know, is not difficult except for that it's up under the sink and you got to get all contorted. One of the pieces of advice that my dad has always given me was to keep your butt behind you. And you think that would make sense that your butt would always be behind you when you get all contorted like that up under a sink, trying to figure out which way is lefty loosey and which way is righty tighty. Uh, you begin to understand. I think there's probably a more metaphysical meaning to keeping your butt behind you anyway, but the kitchen faucet's fixed. Number 15 is, I don't know, I almost left this one out, but I looked up a degree in counseling psychology. I got 11 years left. I just finished my 19th year. So I got somewhere around 11 years left before I can retire. Um, and so I just got to thinking about what, what might I do next? Um, I know a couple of counselors that really help people out. I have a ton of empathy and sympathy and like my heart breaks for, for people. Um, I've been through suffering and, and things like that myself. Um, so anyway, it was just something I was, something I was thinking about. I found a couple programs, one at App, App State, you know, one online through Wake Forest, but I don't know, just a, perhaps just a fleeting idea. Number 16 was Tick. I don't, I'm not sure if I even know how to say, um, this person's name, right. But Tick not Han. I know he just passed away recently. I've known this name for years and years. My dad gave me several of these books uh, when I was younger. Um, and so I, I decided to look up Thich Nhat Hanh books. I love some of many of his quotes. And I ended up with one called The Essential Teachings of, of the Buddha, I think is the name of it. Um, and, and I was looking up like which order should you read them in. I did that same same thing with Ken Wilber books, and I read three or four of those. Um, and now I'm reading Thich Nhat Hanh, and it's just it's it's good. It's good for me. It's good for me. It gives me perspective on things like impermanence. It helps me think about this timeline. It, I thought about the timeline before, but it really fits. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm enjoying that. Um, number seventeen is Grandpa's Beard Flower. I couldn't remember. We have this bush type big bush mini tree that's not quite it's it's in our backyard but it's on the other side of the fence but it's green but it's got these really bright like almost white yellow yellowish white furry things or i don't know I, I don't know i gotta get closer to it and see um and i couldn't remember what sarah said it was and so i think she said it was grandpa's beard i looked that up and didn't find that that's what it was so I did the Google Lens, and, and I did the Google Lens from kind of ways back. And I think it said it was some type of lilac, but you know what? That makes me think about going back to something I left out for going to Trader Joe's is that I think I'm going to get into growing flowers. Um, we may grow some zucchini here, and I've done that before, and we do like zucchini, and we like to make zucchini bread. Um, but... I think I'm going to grow flowers because I love having those things inside. And I think it would be really cool, a, a cool process. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I, I'll certainly have to Google how to grow flowers. 
that'll be one that'll be on next time's Google Potpourri. But if you have any tips or, or whatever on how to grow different types of flowers so that I can keep the inside stocked and, and it make it look nice outside, let me know. Number 18 is, does walking count as aerobic exercise? I sold the Peloton, the high-intensity, what is it, high-intensity interval training? That's not for me. Um, I love walking, though. And I, I'd, I'd love to run even, but yeah, 44. Knees and shins are not for that. Not right now. Um, but yeah, I love walking and listening to my to my music or another good podcast. So let me know if you if you know of another one. Um, try to walk at least two miles a day. But uh, yeah, the next one is 19 is Eidolon. I think, I don't know, E-I-D-O-L-O-N. I had to look it up because I started reading um, Walt Whitman's Leaves of Grass, and that word shows up. It's like a specter, like a ghost, a phantom. Um, but yeah, there's a new a new practice that I'm working on with the song of myself and um, the body song. I'll talk about that later. Uh, number 20 was Instagram down, which I didn't put the question mark, but I know what it'll take me to. It'll take me to that down detector. And this one... This one worries me some, you know, because like I got on Instagram and the stories wouldn't load and my story didn't load and whatever. And so right then I looked to see his Instagram down and it was, and that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be able to look it up and see, oh yeah, it's not just me. But man, how sad is that? (laughs) I'm 44. How sad is that for a human being even no disrespect but i don't know the social media one of the things i want to do is take at least 24 hours off each month from socials i don't know it's a struggle 21 and the last one or mainly the main last one is widespread panic red rocks 2000 this weekend, um, in 2000, I went to Red Rocks, flew to flew to Denver, and stayed at my buddy Topher's house. Me and this guy named Lou Lucas. We got, Lucas, I think we call him Lou Dog. So, um, it's a crazy story. Like my uh, Topher had moved out to Denver. He he grew up here with us, but he'd moved out to Denver, and so I had a place to stay. My sister. And I were listening to the radio or I tell you what, my aunt Jewel called and said, Hey, turn it to, I think it was whistle 100, 100.5 as a country station and said, December 17th is the, is the birthday. If you're the hundred caller, then you win a thousand dollars. And so Jody called a couple of times cause that's her birthday. And then she, she didn't call too many more times. I'm like, all right, well, let me keep trying. So we're calling over and over. This is 2000 y'all. So this is like, dialing the phone you know not uh any type of cell phone even and i kept trying and kept trying and kept trying and got through and was the hundredth caller and so handed the phone to jody because it's her birthday and so she won she won the thousand dollars and she gave me 600 of it i think And, and we drove down to the radio station to pick it up and like our car broke down and we had to climb up this crazy hill to get some help and were there dogs? I don't know. 
<clears throat> Jody will have to fill in some of those details for me, but but I think she gave me six. She let me have six hundred of the of the money, so I bought plane tickets or to uh, a plane ticket to Denver. We didn't have tickets for for panic for widespread panic out there. We just kind of went, and it was it was three of us, me and Topher and Lou, and and our pact was, you know, three tickets or none, you know, and so the first night, um, June twenty third. Uh, we all got tickets, and so we went in, and of course, I mean, it was Panic, and it was Mikey, and it was Red Rocks, so it was awesome. The second night, we got two tickets, but we never could get the third one, and so we ended up selling the two, as a, as was our pact. And so what we did was we we climbed up the hill behind the amphitheater, me and my Birkenstocks. I mean, a super steep hill, and we sat, and we could hear the music. You know, you couldn't really see, but you could hear the music and we'd watch people run down the hill and, and, and up the hill and try to get in <clears throat> into the amphitheater, like trying to storm the, the back gate. But, you know, the police lights were the, the security lights were flashing like spotlights. And that was kind of crazy. But then but then the sad the Sunday show, we got in, we got three tickets and oh, man, like a rainbow out across the, the valley you know, with the mountains in the background and panic playing driving song and stop go. Okay. Yeah. And that was cool. What a trip. The one that I didn't, that, that I didn't include in the main here is approval ratings for institutions. And that's really, uh, for next week. Like, I, I don't know. I don't really know what you think. I, I, I guess I care. I'm not sure. What you think about the Supreme Court decisions? Decisions they they've come out with a, with several in the past couple of days, but but the Gallup poll does have the Supreme Court's popularity that the approval rating is fallen by several percent. But that's the case for that's the case across the board for our institutions. And so um, anyway, saving that one for to set up next week. So yeah. The reality is, is that this thing each week is my own release. It is my own uh, therapy. And so I don't know what Google Potpourri means to you, but it's, it's fun for me. This has been a Church of Six production, which means me and the four people in my family, that makes five. And then there's you. You're the six. Brought to you by the Bucket of Life. I hope you dropped some pebbles in, made some ripples today. By the Foundation Tower of Stone. I hope you have some time to reflect on the the people and the places and the things in your life that have formed you. By the Wall of Belief, which will begin construction tomorrow. But you are worthy. By the magic rock. I hope you've gotten to do something good for someone else. I'm sure you've made someone else smile today. And if you have, you've changed the world. Still in my kid's lines from his own speech. Peace, my friends.